I'm Sarah. And I'm Shannon. And I'm Nathan. And welcome to Your Inner Shelf. So this is my friend Nathan. And as promised, we have our first guest star. So welcome to Nathan Bardos. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah, we were in a online class together. And we have since uh, been friends for several years. And we both love books. And we both love Twilight. So we thought we would have him on for the final installment in the series. Yes, so, I'm so Nathan, excited. introduce yourself. Um, I'm Nathan, and me and Shannon originally bonded over our love of Taylor Swift, but then we bonded further on our love of books as well. Um, I am going to grad school right now in Grand Rapids. Well, I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, but I'm going to grad school right outside of Chicago online to get my master's in library and information sciences. Um, And I currently work in a library and reread all of Jane Austen's books in my free time and rewatch the Twilight Saga on loop while drinking wine. And that's all I do. Literally the epitome of taste. Like, you see why why we're friends now. It all makes sense. It's all coming together. Yeah, you both have terrible taste in classic (laughs) books. What is this Jane Austen nonsense? Don't you dare. I've got... I came with backup this this episode. I have backup, so don't Two even... against one, but I'm louder, so it's okay. And she, you can't use the, like, you were an English major thing, because I was also an English major, so... <laughs> there we go. Boom. Roasted. Um, but let's get into it. Sarah has a synopsis for us, because I couldn't come up with one, so <laughs> go Sarah. Yes, I did what I do best and made words come out of my head. Um... <laughs> So our synopsis, the finale of the Twilight Saga shows us Edward and Bella living in their post-marital bliss. When the unexpected happens, Bella and the rest of the Cullens must partner with the werewolves in order to defend themselves and everyone that they love as the Volturi once again descend and threaten their quiet little town of Forks, Washington. Um, pretty pretty uh, bland description for all of the action that actually happens in this book. Um... But yeah, let's let's get into this. Let's talk about some likes. Nathan, do you want to hit us with your likes first as our esteemed guest? Oh, for sure. <laughs> if I may, like, I would love to start with literally chapter one. Um, like, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so uh, literally the way that Edward gets Bella a car that's missile proof <laughs> and like not available in the US or Europe. And like, that's how we like see them first in this book is like Bella driving around with this tank of a car and everyone being like why is she driving that and being like can I take a picture with it and she's like like with this car like absolutely for sure why not and like that's what Edward thought he needed to do was get a tank proof car like that was absolutely beautiful yeah it was necessary and it's exactly yeah. like in his character too like that's totally something edward would be like yeah of course wrap her in missile proof like material obviously. i'm not arguing like she needs it so i would not argue with him but it's such a beautiful <laughs> moment edward cullen always <laughs> right <laughs> um i also really like chapter one um just like the whole like part one so the book split into three parts um, unfortunately unfortunately we don't talk about the middle part but we'll talk about it yeah we will it. during the dislike uh, section spoiler <laughs> alert but the whole of part one is really really cute um i genuinely like their wedding and i like their whole like honeymoon experience that they go through um i really like bella's embarrassment in chapter one because it's very much like yes i know this is ridiculous but like makes him happy so like whatever um which is really funny because the only reason she's making him happy is so that they can go on a honeymoon and do what honeymooners do you know what honeymooners do absolutely yes Um, and it's something that she's literally willing to die for. And I, I admire yeah, her for literally. that. I really do. I respect yeah, it. Yeah, it's brave and courageous. But yeah, like, <laughs> let's actually, let's talk about the wedding. Because first of all, um, we won't get to the movie yet. But it's basically the movie kind of describes exactly what's in the book. 
And I just want to say that, like, that wedding ended everybody else's wedding. Like, Alice it's, Cullen did that. It's so beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's a perfect, like... I like I think whenever a lot of like teenage girls like read this book they were like this is what my wedding is going to look like and that's how we have oh, 100%. that's how we have car- cottage core weddings now the teenage like, I literally girls think- aka me also <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, I literally think that it's like it's honestly like why cottage core is like such a big thing like right now because we all grew up and we we're all like let's all say it twilight invented cottage core exactly yes I agree with this yeah, they literally get a cottage in this book. So, fast, <laughs> bro. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely really like the wedding scene. Um, yeah, first half is super cute. Um, lots of lovely fade to black from Stephanie Meyer, um, per <laughs> usual. Love a conservative queen. Um, but, yeah, no, it was uh, the first The first part I don't really have a lot of qualms with. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we'll skip over the second part. Um. <laughs> there is something I wanted to mention about Jacob's part, and it's not really about Jacob's part that I liked, but it's something that Miss um, Meyer did. That, like, if you look right before Bella's, both of Bella's parts, there's a table of contents, and then right before Jacob's part, there's nothing because he's such a mess that, like, all <laughs> of his chapter titles, which I was gonna start in least favorite things, is his gross depressing chapter titles but they're all so so long and horrible and so she didn't bother with a table of contents for his but I think that's like I don't want to give her too much credit but I think it's like cool that she was like this is Bella's like organized like way of doing things and then Jacob doesn't have a table of contents because he's a mess and could never. One of J- Jacob's chapter titles is literally, you know things are bad when you feel guilty for being rude to vampires. <laughs> like, what is this, a Wattpad novel? Like, yeah, definitely embarrassing. So, yeah, the, uh, honestly, like, <laughs> when we're talking about likes and we're talking about the second part, my favorite part of the second part of this book is the um, Midsummer Night's Dream quote at the beginning of it. And that's like literally mm-hmm. all I have to say about that. Like that's, <laughs> we had to quote Shakespeare to make this better. And yeah, that's literally all I like about the second part. I also uh, <laughs> did love in that part that like everyone loves Carlisle so much and you can see it because Jacob's just like, I'm going to kill every Colin. I hate them so much. And then he like sees Carlisle and he's like, okay, like, I won't kill Carlisle. Like, I love him so much. He's perfect. Like, I will save him and it'll be fine. But, like, everyone else is dead to me. I do like about Jacob seeing the preface. Um, His preface is, life sucks and then you die. Yeah, I should be so lucky. I'm sorry, it you is, like that? It's so dramatic. I, and for what? Mm-hmm. I thought that was the funniest thing. Like, middle mm-hmm. school, high school mm-hmm. me would quote that nonstop. Like, <sighs> I love it so much. Sarah, like, stop it's embarrassing. This is and embarrassing. I it, but yeah. I love it. I wrote that in my least favorite things. That quote, I said, <laughs> I quoted that directly and said, oh, horrible. I just, just love it. Like, okay, cringe. like, we all know Edward is, like, the broodiest brood in the whole entire universe. But, like, Jacob is so dramatic there. And I just, chef's kiss. Sorry that y'all disagree, but um, you're wrong. So Sarah's outing okay, herself though. as the most dramatic person in the room right now. <laughs> And I'm just going to let her. I, like, I need y'all to know that, like, this is not, like, Twilight, it's, like, it's our entire lives. The way that Sarah's room was just sticky notes of Twilight quotes uh, everywhere. It's not anymore. Not anymore. Um, but, but, yeah. Growing up together. Off, I would, like, make my own collages growing up. And, like, I wasted probably all my family's, like, printer ink. Sorry, Mom and Dad. I know that's expensive. Um, but I would, like, print off cast photos. And, like, I would, like, literally, I would deep dive the internet for, like, memes and stuff. Um, and I literally, I would, like, painstakingly cut them out and wallpapered my room with them. Yes. Like, floor to ceiling, all four walls. It was embarrassing. I wallpapered. I have walk-in closet. I did my closet, too. Um, it was embarrassing and when guests come over they stay in my room and I got a lot of uh, complaints that they felt uncomfortable with so many eyes on them. Um, that sounds like yeah, a them problem. I don't know because frankly <laughs> yeah. I did y'all it, ever go through I like it was a so phase cool. of making PowerPoints because like I definitely remember making like a 500 slide PowerPoint just about the Twilight Saga. Um, I'm gonna say I can't relate to that. 
No. Yeah, I, I was just an embarrassing place. child. I would like make them with my friends, and then we would just like flip through them. Like it, it was embarrassing. Um, but yeah, I was, I was that girl. Um, I wasn't like obnoxious like in public. I don't think. I did have like. I used to have posters on my wall. Obviously, like, it was the early thousands, like, everyone did. Or what not. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the early thousands anymore at this point. Um, but I'm very old. Um, and, <laughs> but I had, like, this part, like, this place of honor on my wall over my dresser that was each of the Twilight movie posters. Like, every time a new one would come out, I would tear down the old one. Well, not tear it down. I would carefully take the pins out and, like, roll it up and keep it pristine. Um, but replace it. it with the new one. And so I have, like, all five of the movie posters. But never, like, I had to keep up with the eras. I had to replace it. It was, like, a ritual. I couldn't have them all up, obviously. So I had right. to just... I remember... You had to keep it trendy. I had a poster yes. of um, Ashley Green, who, as we all know, plays Alice. Oh, and I favorite. was obsessed with Alice when I was a kid. Um, I don't know why, but I, I was. I was obsessed with Alice. No, um, don't, and don't. I don't know why. It's yeah. because she's amazing. <laughs> it's like, she's no, an because she's amazing. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I was in love with her. It's chill. We're fine. Um, but I, like, put it on my closet doors, and then my closet doors are, like... They like they're like bifolds or whatever, yeah. and so I cut it down the middle so that like when it was open, because it was the only free space left on my wall. So when it's so open, you like couldn't see it, and then you close it, and her face just like came together, and it was Honestly, so beautiful. Genius. And I just I loved it. Yes, literally, like twelve year old Sarah was obsessed. Um, but yeah. Okay, back to like yes, absolutely. <laughs> back we to are like, so focusing good at here. <laughs> Um, moving past uh, part yes. two into part three, Bella becomes a vampire. Spoiler alert! If you didn't know that, uh, the book came out in like two thousand nine. Y'all are behind. Yeah. Um, but I really, really like in part three how we see like the werewolves bonding with the Collins, but specifically Seth. Seth has always been one of my favorite characters because he's just adorable. He's played by Boo Boo Stewart, and I just I love him also. Uh, do you have like um, I was wondering this when I listened to your past Twilight episodes. Do you have like a reason for loving Boo Boo Stewart? Like he's he's fine. He's no. like a little cutie, I I guess. But um, yeah, have? when I saw a, uh, Eclipse, I remember thinking that he was one of the cutest boys I had ever seen in my whole when you life. Saw Eclipse, um, and the best now. Yes. Yes. Continue. Exactly. I'm I glad hate that we. I'm glad that we established that. Um, the only that. thing I like about Eclipse is that Boo Boo's in it. But no, if you look at him now, like homie grew up. He has long hair. He's so beautiful. Ten out of ten. Um, yeah, I just think he's really hot. Okay. Like that's it. Great. It's the most basis attraction. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, I do like genuinely like his character in the book. Um, I think he's really cute. Like the Collins, like all have a. Uh, good like sibling bond but none of them really have like younger sister or older sister whatever um like dynamic and Seth like allows them to have that and I think it's really cute yeah I definitely think he brings like more of like a youthful little bit of something like to the to the series because everybody else is like they're kind of old as heck because they're vampires so no (laughs) I, I get what you're saying like I definitely feel like he was like a much needed like he's also like the comedic relief in a lot of the books and absolutely. a lot of the movies so he mm-hmm. does add a little bit more because like I absolutely forced Elijah and his uncle Tim to watch Breaking Dawn part one and part two with me last night as you should as I should <laughs> and like I'm pretty sure the only time they laughed the whole movie was when he was talking when Seth was talking and you know I can't really fault them for that um mm-hmm. I yeah yeah, I have lots of thoughts, but we'll wait till we get to the movie part. But um, uh, I, I forgot the part in the book specifically when, because it's not in the movie, that Edward is like to talking to Jacob. Oh, I'm sorry. This is back in part two. I forgot. I'm so sorry to return to part two to this dark time. You should be <laughs> but sorry. when Edward is like absolutely like if you can get her to make puppies with you instead of like this baby that's killing her from the inside like more power to you i love that for you uh i don't know if this should be in the parts that that? i love um and it's it's not in the parts that i love or hate i was just taken aback um yeah jaw dropping and had forgotten about it um it's sort of it okay, I'm not sure. So I always watch the extended editions. So that scene is actually in the movie, but I'm wondering if, it, if it's one of the extended edition scenes. I watched I the extended edition to today and that scene is sort of in it, but they don't 
I don't. They don't use the same. Yeah, it's like a throwaway. He doesn't say like with you specifically. Yeah, it's like yeah, you always get what you always wanted to kill me. Yeah, (laughs) dramatic. Since we're back in part two, um, (laughs) and we're talking about Jacob, um, but one thing that I do like, okay, we all hate imprinting. We will definitely talk a lot about that later. Um, but I do love the way that the imprinting is described. Yes, it's cheesy. Yes, it's really dramatic. But I remember that was like one of my favorite parts that I like read through. Full disclosure, when I first read Breaking Dawn, I got so mad that there was a Jacob section that I just fully skipped it. And then I was like, I just missed all of the plot. Um, and so I read like the last couple chapters and I remember like really like genuinely liking reading the imprinting scene. Uh, the fact that it was on the daughter was, you know, we skipped that. Um, but I did genuinely, like, enjoy reading through that. The anxiety yeah. every time Sarah says, I skipped over that part. Whenever we're talking <laughs> about a book that we're supposed to be talking about, I'm oh like, like, you just missed everything. You just missed yeah. the whole plot. I read it now. Like, I read it now. No, no, I, but, I, I texted, like, when I first I read it. I texted Shannon about that one of the last times that you said that in an episode. And I said, I'm sorry, Sarah. She skipped it. She just skipped that part. I'm really that is good so at brave. understanding context. Um, I'm just I'm built different. I'm in awe. <laughs> Whatever I'm talking about stuff I like about the book. Um, I know I lied now that I'm saying this because I said the only part I liked was the Shakespeare quote at the beginning. However, going back to imprinting in the second book, our second part, um, I do love, is it Embry? I think it's Embry and Claire. They're imprinted and Claire's like the little kid. And it's the little Quill. Oh, it's Quill. My yeah. bad. Yeah, it's Quill. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I just, I have that in my notes in my um, least favorite things about the book section. So, um, oh, okay. Continue, continue, oh, so here we go. This is bold. Um, here's the thing. Um, I could care less about that whole conversation that Jacob is having with Quill where like they're talking about like, oh, you need to move on. Oh, you need to date somebody else. I'm sorry. I think, like, Claire is, like, the cutest. The way that, um, it was, like, the only time that I've ever seen, like, making a child sound like a child. Like, the way it's written is, like, you know, purple. Or, like, I can hear Claire in my head probably because I have eight siblings. But, like, I don't know. I just thought Claire was, like, the cutest little baby in a book I've ever, fre- I've ever freaking heard. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that's all. That's yeah, one thing no, I did no like. I thought that. she was cute. Okay, good. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I really like that scene. And she just seems like a really cute little kid. And, yeah, that's about all I have left to say about part two. Um, I know I mentioned this before we started recording. But, like, I and I know I used to use this as, like, the reason I loved the books back when I was, like, trying to be straight in high school. But, like, I love, I still love all the different vampire powers that we, like, see more outside of, like, Washington in this book that we see people like vampires yes. from all around the world mm-hmm. and Benjamin's powers are so cool and Zafrina's powers Benjamin. are so cool and like seeing everyone's powers come together that was the coolest part for me when I was in high school and it's still one of the coolest parts for me now yes it kind of makes me mad that the parts with the other vampires is like so condensed I kind of wish that they had like cut out like a lot of Jake because Jacob's part didn't need to be that long yeah. and it's not just because it's a Jacob Black hate <laughs> account but but I feel like they could have cut that down and then like we could have seen more of like the nomads and like like we could have had like more like not necessarily bonding with them but just like more moments with them beyond like a page or two you know um, yeah I agree because I found them so interesting and like no offense, we've been reading about the Cullens for four books. Like, give, give me something else, you know? Give me more vampires. Because these are the only new vampires that we've seen since episode, or since episode, <laughs> since book one, you know? Like, so that's, that's so it. So on that same point, though, like, honestly, what you just described is exactly what Stephanie does with her writing, where her side characters are just so, like, two-dimensional. And even though they have cool Mm -hmm. powers and they have all that stuff, like, she basically did with the nomads and all the other vampires what she did with Angela, Jessica, and, you know, um, Ben and everybody like that. And I also also feel like whenever you're, like, looking at, you know, how much Jacob's talking and how much, like, she has, like, written for them, it's, like... You look at the Cullens, sure, we've been hearing about them for four books, but we haven't really been hearing about them for four books. And that's why Midnight Sun was, like, so much fun to read. Mm -hmm. Groundbreaking. Yeah, groundbreaking novel. Because 
I, yeah, like, whenever you compare everything, we know so much about freaking Jacob that, like, I, we, I want more Emmett. I thank God that there's more. Yeah, Emmett has like three lines in book one. Like, what is that? Yeah, there we a got crime. a little bit of a Rosie Rosalie's backstory and everything like that. But I still feel like we could have had so much more, even mm-hmm. with the Cullens, because like who knows what all of them are doing all the time. It's always Edward. Yeah. So, yeah. I almost would have liked there to be like a fifth book in the series or even like a novella or something and maybe like drag this book out to give us more like domestic colons you know let us see like what they're like at home without like everything that happens in the end of the book because the the last part of the book I do like it and I genuinely enjoy the book but the last part is like so condensed for me everything is like really really rushed I feel like if she'd stretched it out and made it either 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 a longer book or like made just make another book i think let's go past that and let's make this like a 14 book series i think (laughs) i need a book on every single colon (laughs) please stop me do not never stop yeah please put keep putting bella in life-threatening situations in (laughs) every single unless she gives watching uh, how the wolves have to handle it i don't want that (laughs) um and then my last thing in my like section was me throwing a little bit of shade at the movies um I love the movie so much, do not get me wrong. Um, but the scene where she is having her meeting with Jay Jinx the first time and has mm-hmm. to kind of riddle out for herself, like, what is needed. Like, in the movie, I know we're talking about adaptations later, but in the movie, they're just, like, she has to figure out, or he just gives her exactly what was already ordered, and she is kind of told that she won't be traveling with them. But in the book, she has to, like, feel it out herself that, no, she can't go with uh, Resume and Jacob. Like Resume! She has, <laughs> like, she has to get these documents for them. And it kind of shows Bella's that Bella is not as, like, stupid as everyone is making her out to be. And that she can actually sometimes take care of herself. Like, she is a dumb little idiot, and I love her so much. But, like, she has smart moments. I agree. I actually really like that scene. That's one of my favorite scenes, probably from the whole book, is just the whole, um, like, series of her, like, figuring out, like, why Alice has left them. Like, what are the clues that she's leaving behind? Because, like... We know, like, yes, Bella makes really dumb decisions, but, like, we know she's a a smart person. Like, she, like, aces all of her classes while also being in life-threatening situations. Like, the girl's not, like, book stupid. Um, And so I like that it, like, we, like, we know she's smart, but this is, like, further confirmation that she's smart and the movies did dumb her down. But I do really like that scene. Um, And then the last thing I like, I just really like Bella as a vampire. I think it makes her character cooler. I have more to talk Absolutely. about in the uh, dislike section, but yeah, Shannon, did you have any last minute likes you wanted to squeeze in? Um, yeah, no, that's just about it. Um, I have one like kind of just minor stupid like. Um, I wish it was in the movie, in the books, um, during the wedding. Um, whenever Edward takes off the garter, he throws it at um, Mike Newton's face. And I wish that was in the movie. Because, like, <laughs> it totally would have fit in with the whole, like, little, like, montage they do of, like, the, like, wedding speeches. Like, it totally could have been in there and been funny. Um, and I just really liked that in the book. So, yeah. All right. Everyone's favorite part. Uh, the dislikes. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> going with the uh, the wedding. Um, I hate Jacob Black. That's not that's not a secret. Um, but Jacob Black, his his behavior at the wedding pisses me off. He gets so angry with Bella. Like he's like fine with her getting married. He knows that she's going to become a vampire. And then Bella's like, Yeah, we're going on a honeymoon we're gonna have sex because we're going on a honeymoon and Jacob gets so mad about that and that pisses me off because he first of all this love triangle we don't talk about it it's not really a love triangle it's just kind of like a little pyramid like (laughs) everyone just loves Bella um she does not love him like Stephanie Meyer tries to make us think she loves him she does not love him um But it makes me so angry because he, like, his interest feels really forced. And then he finds out that she's going to hook up with Edward, her husband. uh, And he gets so mad about it and tries to insert himself in it. And I just, I hate it so much. Disgusting. Zero out of ten stars. 
You're right, and you should say it. Thank you. And as long as we're, I'll just like list my few things with Jacob specifically. Excellent. I'll group Since them together. I already talked about the life sucks <laughs> and then you die. Like that is horrible. Um, I'm so sorry, Sarah, but like I don't know what you're thinking. Um, but that's your cross to bear. Um, his chapter titles, I can't deal with those. They're far too much by far. Like, je- please, like take a nap. I don't know. I don't know what you need. Um, Eat a snack. And like this is way. You're not yourself. This is not in his section. But he gave resume a promise ring. Like he, (laughs) it was was a quillowet. It was a quillowet promise ring. That like I know it's like their like tribe's thing, but like I don't think it's actually their tribe's thing. Like I think Stephanie made that up. So like it's valid for me to complain about like. Oh yeah, it's I'm a sure child, Stephanie messed and you stuff can't up, give so. her a promise. No, like the yeah, I know that they like try to explain that away, um, <laughs> but like it's so inappropriate to give a child a promise. Like that's so gross. And then branching off of that, um, the literally like the grooming that you see in that scene with Claire, with like Quill and Claire, like. I know at that moment it's not romantic and it's not supposed to be romantic, but like it's supposed to eventually be romantic. And yes, I can't and that's get the past problem that. I have. I can't. That's fair. I don't know how I thought it was okay in high school. I don't know what I was thinking. I guess I just like fell in with the like narrative and I just said, okay, sure. But I can't <laughs> anymore. I can't. Yeah, it's just because even if like if even if like the imprintee doesn't know that it's going to be romantic one day. Like, the wolf knows it's going to be romantic one day. Like, I don't... Like, there are so many... I'm in a lot of, like, online, like, forums and stuff for Twilight because, of course, I am. Um, And people, like, explain away and, like, reason about the imprinting. And I'm like, any way you look at it, it's gross. Mm -hmm. Like, I... I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's borderline pedophilia. Like, it, the only thing that makes it, like, okay is that they do wait for them to be, like, a fully grown person before they do anything else. Yeah. But, like, it's weird. I think I would like it better if it was more like a, like a sibling bond instead of, like, a romance bond. But P- Like platonic imprinting? Yeah. And that's one thing that I like about... Um, not to be too off the cuff here, but that's what I really like about werewolf fan fictions is that, um, like, though, like, usually there's, like, an age of, like, maturity or whatever, and, like, when the wolf hits, like, 16, they find their mate or whatever. Um, and I think that if Stephanie had just put just a modicum of thought into <laughs> it, like, if she had any any thought, any planning behind this imprinting it's thing. It's too much to ask. Um, and she had made, like, an age of consent or something. I feel like I would be totally fine with it. Renezme was 15 years old. Cool. That's fine. Jacob's still a little old. But, like, I'm okay with there being, like, some kind of bond there. But the fact that she was literally out the womb and Jacob was like, that's the one for me. Like, what? first of all, newborn babies are ugly. So, what the <laughs> Especially heck? Especially um, that one. Literally. <laughs> we don't talk about the cursed CGI. Um... <laughs> But yeah, thank you for bringing up imprinting. I have a lot of beef yeah. with it. You're right for saying it. I, I honestly agree with all that because the books do make it like really, really awkward. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's it's definitely uncomfy. Um, yeah, like honestly, I think like I talked about most of my dislikes in the like section because we kept getting sidetracked. <laughs> but that's just what happens whenever you have Nathan, Sarah, and Shannon in a room. Like yeah. that's just what happens. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely agree with all of that. Um, and one of the things that, um, I also like, I don't want to say I disliked because Sarah kind of already covered it, but yeah, I did not like the final chapter. Like I felt like I needed a chapter of like, like just regular colons to kind of like close it off for me. And it did feel rushed. So I won't necessarily, necessarily say it's a dislike, but it's not my most favorite things. So we kind of get the Cullens, like, having, like, a normal life, um, like, right before Alice has her vision that the Volturi are coming or whatever, and she drops the vase. Um, it's, like, kind of. It's, like, a page and a half or whatever, but, like, Edward's playing the piano, and, like, uh, Carlisle's, like, researching something or something, yeah. and, like, someone's playing cards. What like, a beautiful page um, and a half that was when we <laughs> what a just could have lived forever I, happily. 
I would have loved having one more chapter, especially because they introduced the the two new vampires, the half vampire uh, and his like aunt or whatever. Who's I can never remember their names because um, they're so brief. Um, but I think it would have been cool if we had that. And then like, did all of the other vampires who came to help them fight the battle just like leave? They were like, okay, the battle's over, yeah, bye. Like, like, no, like, like, they hung out, that. right? No, like, it mentions it at the end, I think, just because I, like, finished listening to it last night. They were like, yeah, and then these people left, and then these people left, um, and they're all gone Like, now. I, I feel like, like uh, they would have been like, hey, great, we're alive. Like, that's cool. Like, celebrating or something, you know? Like, ap- no, absolutely. Agree. I think sleepover. I think the ending is a little bit of a cop-out for me. Yeah. I feel like Stephanie was like, oh, I have to finish writing this book. And, like, that's what she came up with. Um, and it's not, like, it's not terrible, but, like, she could have done more. Like, with all of the books, she could have done yeah. more. Um, I have another big complaint about this book. Um, I'm gonna out myself as a Renee Stan account. I love Renee yes. so much. <laughs> I think she's hilarious. I think she's fun. But, like, wh- they don't really mention her in this book after the wedding, So, like, Mm -hmm. are we just supposed to believe that, like, Bella is going to continue a relationship with Charlie because he knows a little bit about the wolves and that she's... What is going to happen with Renee? Like, is she ever going to see her again? Are are they going to tell her that she died? Are are they just going to FaceTime sometimes? Stephanie Meyer hates women. Like, it's literally... I truly think she didn't (laughs) think it through. Um, Because the first book... They, like, Stephanie establishes, like, yeah, Bella has a really good relationship with her mother. She chose to leave so her mother could be happy. Like, they talked to each other. They emailed back and forth. But then pretty much after she meets Edward, like, Renee kind of disappears. And then they mention her briefly in New Moon. And then they visit her in Eclipse. And then she's at the wedding. And, like, that's it. It's so sad. I love her. I love her, too. that doesn't make sense to me. Because I'm like, she didn't have a good relationship with Charlie. And now all of a sudden, he's the favorite parent. Yeah, she lived with her for, like, most of her life. Like, this is insane. Literally 17 years. Like, what? And, like, they had a good relationship. Like, it'd be different if, like, they had a bad relationship. Like, yes, Renee was flighty. She was very scatterbrained. But, like, they loved each other. And they worked. Yeah, so are all of us. Um, And we all like each other. And we all care about each other. So, like, I don't... understand why that yeah exactly renee is like portrayed as like this really negative person for not necessarily always knowing what she wants and just jumping into like you know the deep end because she can and she feels like confident enough in herself to do so she's so, so cool um, she is so cool and i yeah, i agree i like That's renee upsetting. i just wish she'd been written better yeah. um, i like the idea i think she renee. deserves better Absolutely. <laughs> i like the idea yeah. of renee yeah i'm putting her on a <laughs> pedestal and i am idealizing her and <laughs> I'm allowed because she's a character in a book. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of mother-daughter relationships, um, why did Bella Swan have a child? <laughs> yeah. Why, like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me because Bella has always been, first of all, she didn't want to get married. The only reason she got married is because she wanted to be a vampire and she wanted to have sex with Edward. That's it. That's the only reason she got married. Um, Good for her. I don't understand why she had a child. I, I truly do not because it doesn't they fit with her character at all. needed another book. She even said, like, in the book that she was like, I've never thought about having a child. I've always thought it's not for me. And then she gets pregnant and she's like, oh, my God, I understand that it's like It's a plot device. Stephanie Myers, like, Mormonism, like, coming in here once again. Um, But, like, I don't, I feel like it goes with Bella's character to want to protect the weak. um, The way she's like, oh, like, we can't kill the baby, whatever. That does kind of fit with Bella's character um, because she is really concerned about humans. But my thing, I wish that Bella had had the baby, yes, but I wish she'd given the baby to Rosalie. I think that would have been really cool. Um, you guys are so sense. dead silent. No, oh my I've God. never no. thought about that before, really, honestly. <laughs> but, like, think about it, because w- the one thing Rosalie has always wanted was a child, and that's why she agreed to help Bella have this baby. Yeah. And I just think it would have been so much cooler if Rose had gotten the baby, because then we still would have seen Edward and Bella living their newlywed lives. It would have been great. Um, but then, like, the kid's still there. Like, they're all related anyway, so... I don't know. I think that would have been really cool. And I'm sorry, Emmett would have been the best dad. Absolutely. Like, he would have been so funny. Dad jokes out the wazoo. Like, it would have been great. I agree. <laughs> 
I, again, I did say Wazoo. I had never thought of it like that, but no, no I definitely think that would have been a really fun ending because you could have had like a chapter at the end where you had that really emotional, touching moment where like, you know, everyone's saved, blah, 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 nomads, and then like Bella and Edward pull Rosalie and Emmett aside and like have that like special moment. And then we get a chapter or two of like Bella and Edward settling into their cottage and getting their life together and like maybe yeah. Bella isn't dying also, for once. So, Bella, literally, but also like Bella and Edward like they had college plans at the beginning yeah. of the book and then all of a sudden she's pregnant and like now they don't care like Bella was getting Bella likes school within a span so of two understand. pages it went from we're gonna go to Dartmouth to oh my goodness I think I'm pregnant like literally like, two what pages is that? Dartmouth out the window <laughs> Bella enjoys studying it doesn't make sense I'm sorry my girl definitely would have gone to school she would have been like a literature major she would have majored in like classics or something like and she would have had the time of her life and I'm so mad that we didn't get that and instead we got a and mom. I, I am, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm one of those people, as soon as pregnancy enters a book, I lose I interest agree. like crazy. Um, and then it also could have been, like, a cool little allegory for, like, adoption instead of just one, like, so anti-abortion that, like, everyone who was yeah. anti-arriving the baby is, like, painted then, as a like, villain. They wouldn't have had to explain anything to anyone because, oh, look, Rosalie adopted a baby. Cool. That's it. You don't have to explain anything else. Yeah, the kid just happens to look like us. How crazy is that? But do you know what? Everyone has brown hair. So many people have brown hair. It is not that coincidental. Like, it... Ugh, when people that. see it's growing too fast, they're like, actually, book. we just traded it up. This is a new baby, <laughs> and we traded for an older one. Uh, I just... Also, 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 on the pregnancy, Bella's period has never been anything we have ever heard about before. And this, that's... I have beef with that in Midnight Sun, too. But, like, all of a sudden, her period is a concern? Like, what was she gonna do if she got her period on the honeymoon with Edward just, like, chilling there? Like, hello? Um, anyway, so I think it was really stupid. I would have preferred if she either didn't get pregnant or had just given the baby to Rose. Um... You're right, and you should say it. Yeah, I I I love that. No, I get that, and I love it. Thank you. One day I will write my Rosalie fan fiction. (laughs) She will get her baby. It'll be fantastic. Um, Until then, I'll keep you all posted. Justice Justice for Rosalie. Rosalie. I like Rosalie's character. She's so dramatic. And I love that about her. I love that about her. She's got a flair for the theatrical. She's pretty, she's rich, and she's... A little bit she of a She has everything. Witch. She fixes cars. <laughs> like, I love her. 10 out of 10. Okay, let's move on um, to the movie because I have yes, a lot of Yes, absolutely. Thoughts. Let's move on yes. to the <laughs> um, So, yeah, starting off, um, again, the wedding scene. Perfect, beautifully done, never been done before, spectacular, show-stopping. Yes. Um, I also don't know what the quick brown cat, whatever song is playing None of the lyrics make sense, but I know every word and it's embarrassing and I will sing it all day long. Um, The soundtrack is amazing. Turning page still Uh, makes me cry. Sleeping at last deserves an Oscar or no, sorry, a Grammy. Excuse me. Um, But yeah, no, I love the wedding scene. Um, I loved Isle Esme. I thought it was really cute. Um, While and we're then, on the wedding scene, I yes. love the wedding speeches that they added into the movies. I thought yes. I love seeing the human characters so much. I love because that I montage. love uh, what's her name, Christian Serrano, I believe, uh, but Anna Kendrick, mm-hmm. and I loved her little speech about like loving Edward and like being the girl he should have <laughs> gone after. Absolutely and hilarious. Being captain of the volleyball team, <laughs> I when had I, to die. Whenever Renee starts singing, I lose my like I can't wait I love when Mike is staring at the Alaskan uh vampires and and Jessica's like you got a you got a little drool there I think it's so funny and I wish we had seen like more of like the funny moments between friends but I love the wedding and it's awkward wedding speech yeah oh my goodness and Charlie I've got a gun I'm a cop I love him I really also like um, whenever they're talking about the wedding cake and it's like, it's Jessica and Mike and Angela. And <laughs> I thought I was it'd be bigger. Like, 
Yeah, it's it's not too much. And they're like, oh, no, mm, no. no, not of course. No. <laughs> yeah, no, super funny. Um, no, when Renee started singing, like literally Elijah and Tim looked at me last night and they were like, is she seriously singing I, right I now? I would die. <laughs> they were like, this can't be real. Um, and the fact that for Bella's like dream before the but, wedding, that like scene that's supposed to be like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But the fact that everyone's, it bugs me. Everyone's wearing white in that scene. And like, she's like, why is Bella like yes. that? That she thinks everyone's going to wear white to her wedding. <laughs> it's it so me. dramatic though. I love it. Because she is and just also, so I negative all the time. I, I think. Anna Kendrick Stan. Um, and she talked, that's like one of the only scenes she talks about when she's talking about Twilight and her book. And she's like, yeah, I'm laying on the stack of the people. So me and Kristen were just like gabbing while I was like laying there dead. And we were just like throwing <laughs> jokes back and forth. And I was like, that is beautiful. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. That I is love it. lovely. I, speaking of the wedding scene, um, and sorry, Wait. Sarah, close your ears for this one. This is a like, um, <laughs> um, for the... <laughs> I loved your reaction there. Um, for me, I really love in movies whenever they do like a camera shot that like pans around and you see the crowd and then it pans around and it's just them. Pride and Prejudice. And they yes, do absolutely. that in the 2005. I think about it every um, single time. I like that scene. Yes. I and, hate Jane Austen, but I like that yes, scene. Yes. So it's. Well, I don't know. I just like cinematic parallels yes. of perfection are those kinds of scenes. And they do it in the wedding scene and I love it. And Elijah and Tim ruined the moment for me yesterday because I was talking about it. I was like, oh my goodness, it's like Pride and Prejudice. I love it when they do this. And literally Tim and Elijah were like, oh my gosh, I thought she was in a dream again and that she'd eaten everybody. And I was like, I hate y'all. I was so mad. I was like, no, don't say that. Men truly do not um, get it. And they were just so confused as to, like, why they did that. Men do not get it, and that's okay. But it was just a really funny moment. Um, but, yeah, so <laughs> that, uh, I think, kind of sums up the wedding. Um, moving on to the honeymoon, I loved Isle Esme. Um, yeah. I just think it mm-hmm. looks like the most I love the montages time. they did. Absolutely. Um, I love that waterfall. But if my... Yes. If my husband tries to play chess with me on our honeymoon, I swear to God, (laughs) the amount of times they play chess in the movie, I... mm -hmm. This is not... Okay, yes, but also, I kind of liked it, because it was cute, especially if you think about the fact that, like, this is the first time Edward has ever played chess since being a vampire, when, like, he... Like, he had, like, no advantage, you know what I mean? Like, because he can't read Bella's thoughts. Um, that's the only thing um, I like. Good about for him, this, I yeah. guess. But like, this is not the they Queen's Gambit. Like, we are not here for that. <laughs> I think it's so funny that you think about that because for me, I'm just like, oh, yes. they're just trying. Oh, to I mean, yeah. Cover. I'm Iconic. like, look at them trying to put the book cover in the movie. So that's funny. That's all I think about. And I, I love the housekeeper scenes. so but, much. Um, the oh my gosh, when they're yes. like making out on the couch, yes. and she like comes out and she's like, no, no. <laughs> And also her straight face when she like puts her hands on Bella's stomach and she just says like what she say like much yeah (laughs) Yeah, in the book she says like but then in the movie she's like much so I don't know what they changed the language to but like it was beautiful I love her I'm a housekeeper stan. Yeah, no. So moving on. So then, like, uh, Edward goes into a panic, and then they fly her back. And I literally hate basically the rest of the movie because it's just, like, Bella being sick on the couch. And, like, as Elijah and Tim put it, oh, they blew their whole budget on this scene. And it was just all the wolves together with their, like, talking and their, like, CGI wolves. And he's like, that's where the budget went. I think it's the worst acted scene maybe in movie history. I literally... Wait, which one? The one when Jacob's challenging them? Yes. I think the voices that they use are horrible. It makes me so uncomfortable. I hate watching it. The voices sound horrible. And... Like, Leah sounds bad. I'm sorry. I hate Leah's actress. I think that she's a horrible actress. And I hate especially saying that about, like, the one of the only, like, Native women that's, like, cast in this movie. But, like, I 
think she's such a bad actress, <laughs> at least in this film. Yeah, I, I haven't seen her. her, or at least in the series. I haven't seen her in other movies, but like so bad. And that scene is just horrible. The voices, the snarls, I just, I hate it so much. <laughs> It's yeah, it's so dramatic. I hate it. You're right. Um, in the book, it's a little bit easier to to swallow. Uh, absolutely, um, yeah. But it's like, yeah, I don't like it. And also, it's like vaguely overwhelming because we've never been in the wolves' heads before, yeah. except for that and it's scene. Only and so you're like, what the heck that. is going yeah. on? It's I don't like it. I'm with y'all. <laughs> no, wait, have you guys seen the, um, like, Kristen Stewart standing next to the doll yeah. that they used for her? It's, like, creepy yes. to look at. Like, yes. I hate it. We, we hate to Horrible. see it. Horrible. But, yeah, basically, um, for part one, at least, like, the rest of the movie, I just can't stand. There's the occasional, mm-hmm. like, Seth funny moment. But other than that, like, it's, like, Bella, like, dying and drinking blood out of a cup. And then, like, that weird scene where she, like, gets her back broken and her knees crack and all that stuff. And I'm, like, I just didn't need to see that. The last thing. "Mm, No, thanks. The last thing I have for part one is just that I love that the movie, like, shaded the heck out of the weird baby names that Bella picked. Because I, when Mm -hmm. I reread it, I noticed that wasn't in the book. But when they're, like, tell... Jacob the names you picked like you have to say it say it yourself and she like chose (laughs) EJ and they're like that's and Edward's like like, laughing behind Edward Jacob sure that's weird but fine but then they're like Renez ma'am like (laughs) what is that like at like as I said I'm a Renee stance so I love Renee being worked in there I love Esme but Renesme is not a name sis I'm not into it I and I'm so mad too because then she's like yeah her middle name's Carly because like Charlie and Carla and like uh, that even is cuter than yeah, Renesme just at name least. her Carly like, please after Carly Rae Jepsen damn. herself <laughs> queen of pop music Absolutely, Queen of Pop. I do have to say, I know that we don't love part one of the series, but I said it before, I'll say it again, I do think it's one of the best adaptations in terms of content. I don't think it's the most well done, um, but I do think... In- it's literally right there, Sarah. It's terrible. Right um, I gave all of the Twilight films right nine, or ten, <laughs> 9 or 10 out of 10 on IMDb, and Breaking Dawn Part 1, I gave a 6 out of 10. David Slade That's ruined so Eclipse. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was so dark. I didn't like it. Um, but Breaking Down Part 1 is the most well done when you take into account, like, they fit in. Like, Breaking Down's, like, it's a, it's, it's a thick book. They fit in, like, as yeah. much as they could yeah. into Part 1. Um, and I think that, like, compared to, like, how much they cut out of, like, the first Twilight film, like, it's the most well done, yeah. in my opinion. Um, also, I love, can we talk about Bella's transformation scene? Because I really love it. It's genuinely one of my favorite parts of the movie. Maybe you guys agree. Maybe you don't. Um, but I really, really like it. Do you mean, it. like, uh, when she's, like, like, in the morphing, when, she's when, like, when yeah, she's, like, like when screaming? Yeah, like, when she's, like, got the venom. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I just, I really like it. I think the special effects that they used there and, like, the transitions and stuff were really cool. And then, like, the final shot of, like, her opening her eyes were really, really cool. No, absolutely. I I did like that scene. However, again, um, men ruining the moment. Um, Whenever we were watching it, you know how, like, she, like, Renesmee Mm -hmm. had, like, broken her ribs or whatever? So there's a scene where, like, her ribs, like, Mm -hmm. snap back together or whatever. Um, Tim and Elijah were like, wait, did she just, like, gain two cup sizes? And I was like, I hate y'all. I was like, I hate y'all. I was like, no, that's her ribs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was just so like he, he was like do you just like they were like making jokes whenever she was like dying on the table and and Tim was like change her now change her now so she stays looking like a corpse I'm like that's not how it works <laughs> I was like that's not how it works <laughs> but no um anyway moving on to part two yeah I love breaking down part so two. much better yes the the air's clean yeah the 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 tank is clean. The sun is shining, and we have twenty three nineteen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think that Breaking Down Part yeah. Two is um one mm-hmm. of the better done films. Um, it's a, much more of a joy to watch, but it's honestly just because 
of the fact that it's not just like super depressing and sad and you get to finally see Bella as a vampire yes. because we've been waiting the whole freaking book for that and it's just fantastic and I love it and um I love all we the love scenes Emmett. with Emmett and um and then yeah like it's it's a it's a moment I I love the whole first part of the movie just because I like all the scenes where she's just it's done really well I think be, like, yeah fun and cool mm-hmm. um yeah, and of course, oh the my god, so beautiful! Scene is iconic. <laughs> I get why people make fun of it, but you have it to love is it. It's truly a moment it's in cinema. It's so funny. Yeah, you have to. It's fantastic. If you watch Which the I extended do, edition, yes. it's even better. Um, yeah, I don't watch anything Twilight. It's on. That does if it has an extended yeah, edition, I watch it. I don't even bother watching the other one. Yeah. Um, uh, however, this is co- sort of on topic, but completely off topic from the book. I have beef with Apple because I own all of the Twilight movies on Apple. And on the extended editions, oh, no. they don't have subtitles. I can't turn on subtitles. And I think that's, frankly, rude to me. And Absolutely. also rude to the heart of well, the because my snacks are I have them on Vudu, on so they do have subtitles on the extended editions. <laughs> I have so. the DVDs because I'm Yes, old. I have them on Blu-ray and Vudu. I'm I have the Twilight Forever versions. It's beautiful. <laughs> As you should. Uh, like, I have to. Oh, um, we have to discuss... Goodness. Target just yes, came the out with case. like the, the metal um, one. We have to discuss the, the elephant in the yes. room, the fight scene at the end that is not in the books at all. That shows okay, everyone the fight to their scene core. Doesn't make sense. No, Sarah, I like I'm absolutely going to fight factor. you on this because I think that the like ending with the fight scene and it being fake was such a great decision for the director and for the movie because the end of Breaking yes. Dawn is so anticlimactic. And them all gathering together only to have nothing happen was such a cop-out for Stephanie because I think she just doesn't know how to write a fight, to be honest. Like, that is my mm-hmm. opinion. And I think she might have even said something about that. Yeah. About not super knowing how to write violence. But, like, maybe I'm forcing that on her. Um, but I think it was so beautiful. Like, it was such a great moment in the theater. Like, it wasn't a great moment for me watching it the first time when Carlisle's head was held up and I was screaming and crying. Um, But seeing it again the next day in a theater full of people seeing it for the first time when they were screaming and crying and I got to look around and laugh. Absolutely highlight of my life. I love the fight scene. Um, I would pay, like, good money to be able to watch that for the first time again. Yes. Because I remember such a shock value. And you got to see Um, all the powers, which was so cool. Yeah, and I do agree. I think it was a really good, like, like artistic choice to do. However, in the context of the book, it doesn't make any flippin' sense whatsoever because Alice cannot see the werewolves. So the minute the werewolves decided to join the fight, she wouldn't have been able to see anything. This so is it doesn't make, about like, a, any logical sense. a human sense. giving birth to a vampire child. No, so but it doesn't make sense. Because, like, the whole the whole reason um, that she, like, claims... Like, the, literally, like, the biggest plot hole in Eclipse is that... Or not the plot hole, but, like, the biggest, like, reasoning in Eclipse yeah. for, like, the struggle with seeing everything is that the werewolves are becoming involved and so she can't see because they're involved, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So why did, why was there a vision? I Like, it was really dramatic, right. and I'll is, give Bill Condon the, that. Right. Because the, the one end and of the only book is boring. In Twilight. And the director... Like, I it. love it, it and I think it's a great, like, thing, and I'm glad it's in the movie. But, like, if, like, knowing and, like, having read the books and being the person I am, like, it does irritate me because I'm like, Alice can't see wolves. Yeah, no, like, like you, you're heck? right, absolutely. But I am But so I do really like that it. scene. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I definitely think it's probably, like, I, like I, I can think of maybe two movies that I want to rewatch for the first yeah. time ever. And it's that movie because of that yes. scene and the <laughs> I first love Twilight that they're movie. both, yes. So, the first like, and last Twilight, movie. Twilight as they should so, be. <laughs> yeah, so I would love to watch this for the first time. Only because the very first time I watched the Twilight movies was at a sleepover. <laughs> Sarah was there. Um, my mom was. This is this is central to the Taylor or to the um, Shannon and Twilight yes. um, like reading phase. I wasn't allowed to read them. I wasn't allowed to watch the movies. I was at the sleepover with Sarah. My mom um, 
at the time, um, she's much more relaxed with the rest of my siblings now. At the time, I did not get to sleep over at sleepovers. I would, like, leave at, like, 11 and 12 p.m. <laughs> I was that kid. And my my friend, and me and my mutual friend, Sarah's Taylor, Taylor is her name. Oh, my goodness. At Taylor's birthday party, she was like, let's watch Twilight. And we decided to do this while, like, all the girls wanted to, like, paint their nails, like, do face masks. And my mom was like... Taylor's house is all the way in Woodbridge, so I'm not coming back, so I guess you can spend the night. And I <laughs> almost cried tears of joy. But I, it was the night was quickly ruined because all of these girls were talking and painting nails. I mean, when I tell you, there was literally like And it was a small room, too. And we... And it was a small, tiny room. They had, like, chihuahuas everywhere. Like, it was loud as all heck. And all I want to do is watch this movie. When I tell you every single child went to bed, like, at some point, Sarah, I think, woke up in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. and was like, are you watching Eclipse? And I was like, I have till 7 to finish all of these movies before I go home. I was like, I have to finish all of them. I was like, okay. And Sarah was, like, rolling over, I like, I do remember okay, that Shannon. because I woke up at the <laughs> because- beginning of Eclipse, and then I feel like you watched Eclipse twice or like it restarted itself or something but like I woke up at the beginning of Eclipse I was like Shannon what the heck and then I went back to sleep and then I woke up again and like Eclipse was starting again and I was like am I in a time loop like what is going on you know I probably I probably watched it twice oh and because at the time Breaking Dawn wasn't out yet run that back (laughs) like let's watch that again but yeah so i feel like you went to bed after eclipse and then it just like kept playing but like so i hadn't seen eclipse all the way through i still don't know if i've seen it all the way through canceled (laughs) wait no i have i have but like i hadn't seen it all the way through for probably like five years and then i only like recently like watched it all the way through because i literally would like i always fell asleep when it played at sleepovers because it was always like they always put it on at like three o'clock like how do you mute someone's mic literally this is offensive to me but no like this is central to the shannon liking twilight like thing i would give anything to watch it for the first time because my first time was ruined because i was like (laughs) shut up like shut up i'm trying to listen and they had already seen it because it had been out and it wasn't a big deal for them and i'm like i'm sorry you weren't homeschooled and closeted that was before what was i supposed to do everything too so you were literally like straining to hear can i make and all of the girls that we were with were so loud can i make a confession about my twilight journey yeah. So yeah. I Always. I had not read yes. any of the Twilight this books. Is a safe space. Um and I think the I think maybe the first three were out, maybe just Twilight and New Moon. Eclipse might have been out, but I my friend needed someone to go to the discount theater with her to see Twilight and was like, Nathan, do you wanna go? Like I have no friends. Um, will you come with me? And I said, <laughs> Sure, I don't know what this movie's about. It's about vampires, fine. Um, so I went and saw the move, the first movie before I had read any of the books, saw that movie, immediately knew my life was changed. I was like, this is it. Like, I love this. <laughs> I got all of the books, read all of the books. Um, and I th- think Breaking Dawn was out before New Moon came out in theaters. But I, so I read all the books that were out and I think Breaking Dawn was included. And I... All of the other movies I saw at the midnight premiere. Like, I was a Twilight stan, like, had, like, groups go see the Twilight movies in at the midnight premieres back when there were midnight premieres before all of the, like, movie theater shootings and stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, yikes. Uh, welcome to America, <laughs> all of our international Welcome to America. Listeners. I know there's so many of you. Um, <laughs> um, but that, like... <laughs> I loved seeing all the midnight premieres and that's how I got in was the first Twilight movie. So thank you, Catherine Hardwick so much. We love she Catherine is an Hardwick. icon. <laughs> I wish I could watch her work. Do you know what I wish? I, um, uh, yeah. Twilight was what? obviously so perfect. The first movie. I wish that they'd kept the blue tint um, on all of the movies all the way through breaking Dawn part one and then taking it away when Bella opens her eyes as a vampire um, that's something that a lot of people in, like, forums have seen or have said. And I saw, like, a fan edit where, like, they, they actually, like, added the blue tint and then, t- like, did it. Like, they took it away when she opened her yeah. eyes. And it looks so good. And I think it would have been, like, the perfect, like, 
way to like really show what it's like to see through human eyes versus vampire eyes and I, I'm so mad that they got rid of Catherine because I know that my girl Catherine would have kept that blue tint like exactly circling back God, why, did here? why did male directors, male directors why? direct a YA like predominantly like female fan-based book like I don't get yeah. that but whatever <laughs> I want yeah. the Catherine Hardwick cut. Like, can we, like, can we start petitioning? Because all those exactly. DC people got their four-hour-long superhero Literally. movie. I want the Catherine Hardwick she wouldn't cut have done a of all the like Twilight She would never movies. have. Absolutely Ugh. not. Absolutely not. All right. I think that about wraps it up. What are our favorite um, I have one quotes? favorite quote. It's from literally page two, the preface. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, as I mentioned, I do not love Stephanie's writing that much. I think that Breaking Dawn is her best written book, um, even including The Host. I think she overwrote on The Host. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that this is her best written book. She also overwrote on Midnight Sun, but um, that's my opinion. I I mean, I love that book. I gave it five stars, but it's fine. Um, but it's, if your life was all you had to give to your beloved, how could you not give it? And it's cheesy and romantic and beautiful and i fall for it every time i read it i love it that's cute oh i love that um that mine really is cute. also really cheesy mine is literally the last line of the whole book of the whole series um you would, like Sarah. i said i know i would um like i said this <laughs> this series was really formative to uh, me as like a person and like in shaping the genre of books that I read I really was that Twilight girl um I resonated a lot with Bella uh growing up because I too was really shy um and was bad at making friends and was kind of awkward and I just liked reading more than I liked talking to people Shannon can attest to this um but uh yeah so the last line like really like Hits me because it's literally the end of an era, not just of the book series, but of, like, part of my life as well. Not to be (laughs) dramatic, but, you know. Um, But the line is, and then we continued blissfully into the small but perfect piece of our forever. And I love it so much because it implies that no one is coming after Bella anymore. One. Um, But then also, too, if we didn't talk about this in the movie, um, but if you guys watch Breaking Dawn Part 2, I recommend watching the end because it's so good. The end credits, they, like, flip through, like, all of the movies and, like, do, like, a montage for each character. And then, like, the very last scene, they, like, zoom in on, like, the word forever. Um, And it's it's so well done. It's so perfect. Avengers Endgame tried to do something similar, but Breaking Dawn Part 2 did it way better. Like, I was... I was sitting in the theater watching Endgame um, and was like, "Um, Breaking Dawn already did this. Like, I don't need to see this here. They tried and they failed. You tried, you failed. Like, you did not reach that level of (laughs) iconicity. Like, you didn't hit it. Yes. I love love it. It's one of my favorite montages ever. I'm glad that you guys have, like, something, like, really profound because normally, like, normally I'm the one that has, like, the really cheesy profound ones and I'm going to out myself here as someone who actually cares about football and college sports. So there's, this is my favorite quote and it's basically just Emmett and Jasper watching a football game, but here we go. Woo! (laughs) Emmett suddenly boomed in his deep bass. Go Gators! Jacob and Charlie jumped. The rest of us froze. Carly recovered, and then Emmett over his shoulder. Florida winning? Just scored the first touchdown, Emmett confirmed. He shot a look in my direction, wagging his eyebrows like a villain in vaudeville. About About time someone scored around here. And I know that's stupid, but acknowledging that vampires <laughs> watch um, SEC football is important to me as an Alabama Crimson Tide, Tide um, fan. So um, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, roll Tide. My, roll Tide, baby. Fan, um, so that's all I have? N- n- no, perfect. Oh, oh he sure. has taste beyond compare. Um, yes, we only win. All we do is win, 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 no matter what. So anyway, um, that's mine. And I'm really <laughs> glad that you guys went first. So I sound like the dumb person with the, the football quote. Um, yeah, I do like the closing line. I think it's cute. But like like I said, I wish we had more. So it didn't do it for me yeah, the I way agree. I wanted it to. All right. So... <laughs> that, that, you know, like, that brings us it. to the 
of brings us to our ending. Um, oh, ratings. What are we rating it, guys? Um, I can start. I'll go first. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'll go first. Um, it's a four out of five for me, and I would be a five, but we have part two uh, with Jacob. So that that knocked it down a whole a whole point for me. But yeah, four out of five. One of my favorites of the series. Yeah, mine is also four out of five snails. Um, yeah, again, <laughs> Jacob really knocking it out of the park there. Uh, yeah, um, I probably I feel would like have been I'm a five just, out of five. Um, copy pasting no. you guys, but I I will <laughs> say I originally gave this book a five out of five in high school. Um, back when I hadn't I hadn't read that much, um, and I was young and dumb and straight. Um, but now <laughs> that I'm old and still dumb and gay. Um, I am giving it a four out of five snails. <laughs> there we have it. That is the end We've of had um, fun. Twilight series. We have extra books, but that's the full series. So I promise we'll try and give you guys a break yes. because I know it's been a while. And we lot. have lots to say. Um, um, but yeah. Moving on, though, <laughs> next episode we will be doing They Both Die at the End. Uh, which we are both really excited for. If you follow me on Instagram as Sarah Lucine, uh, you might have seen my book review and my story, and you know that I love it. I'm obsessed with Adam Silvera. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's gonna be a good time. Nathan, Nathan won't be here. I will not. Ready to cry. But... I can't wait to hear it though. I love that book. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, thank you for being here. Thank you guys so much thank for inviting for me. This was so fun. Here. I I'm love. So yelling about twilight for like an hour (laughs) (laughs) literally both literally like if you listen to every episode has a twilight reference that's all we have to offer (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we will see you guys in two weeks we love you so much Bye. bye bye